Today on episode 30 of the Be A Marketer podcast, we're talking all about events, including recent updates to Constant Contact's very own events tool. And I'm sharing why events can be an important part of your growth strategy. This is the Be A Marketer podcast. My name is Dave Charest, Director of Small Business Success at Constant Contact, and I've been helping small business owners like you make sense of online marketing for over 16 years. You can be a marketer, and I'm here to help. Well, hello, friend, and thank you so much for joining me for another edition of the Be A Marketer podcast. You know, one of my favorite tactics for small businesses, or, or any business for that matter, is events. Why? Well, because no matter the size of the event, it's an opportunity to bring people together. Whether it's online or in person, you really have this opportunity to cement relationships with your customers and build a stronger community both things that are key to your growth as a business owner. Now, one of my personal favorite events is a cheese parade held by one of our customers in Concord, Massachusetts. Yes, you heard me correctly, a cheese parade for a thousand pound wheel of cheese from Italy, to be exact. Now, what I love about this event is, well, the cheese, of course, but also the hundreds of people that come into town and shop at other local establishments because of this event. You see, events really can have a great impact on not only your business, but the community at large. And that's why I'm glad to say today's conversation is all about events and how Constant Contact's latest event tool updates can make promoting and managing your events easier. Well, friends, today's guest is Jesus Flores. He's a product manager at Constant Contact focused on our events tool. Jesus spends his days in the weeds with our customers to better understand their unique challenges and use cases when it comes to events. Then he brings that information to the engineering team so that they can build solutions that positively impact our small business community. Now, the result of that work is version 2.0 of the Constant Contact Events tool. Now, I asked Jesus, you know, why should someone consider events if they're not doing them already? Well, let's pick up the conversation there. I think events are often looked at as something that only specific types of businesses might be able to leverage. And I think the truth is that events are really a way to get engaged with your community and bring them into your business model. And, and that can really apply no matter what type of business that, that you are. We have so many different industries that are using events at Constant Contact, whether that's real estate or finance, art food and beverage. There's there's so many opportunities to connect with your customers, bring them more awareness about what you do, what you offer, teach them more about your industry, right? As an organization, you have this purpose that you're, you're aiming to serve or this need that you're aiming to fill. How can you bring some of that to consumers in more of a way than just selling your products or, or your services? It's really about that community aspect. And I think that's where events really fits in nicely with the business model is it humanizes your business and, and allows customers the opportunity, customers, members, donors, it allows them the opportunity to really be a part of something and brings people together. So I think when we think about how can different businesses leverage events, I think if you can focus on that aspect of where can I build community and build trust and build kind of regular returning clients and subscribers who are invested in the work that I do, 
I think there's an opportunity for many businesses to to tap into events and use them to to drive that awareness and, and promote those goals. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. I mean, I was looking at a couple of stats actually the other day as I was as I was prepping for this, right? And one was what seventy percent of the audience becomes regular customers after attending like a marketing event, and then two. 83% of the businesses that say that event marketing consistently helps them increase sales, right? And and to your point, it is that idea of really a constant contact. We're always talking about this idea of like, we're creating these tools to help you build these relationships with the people that are your most important, like people for your business. And events is one of those factors and, and making it real in some instances, right? Where you're seeing people face-to-face, meeting people, and sometimes doing that in a an environment that isn't necessarily an exchange, right? It's not just a transaction. It's a little something different, which really helps solidify those things. So I'm wondering if, you know, you mentioned the different types of industries and, uh, you know, businesses and, and things like that. Can you walk us through maybe some examples of like the types of things people could run because we're not necessarily talking about, although it could be, but we're not talking about like a big gala or, you know, having, you know, this huge thing where you have to invest a lot of money to run it. It could be simpler things too, right? Could you give me some examples of like the types of things you're thinking here? Yeah, absolutely. To your point, right? You have these galas and you have maybe concerts with huge sold out venues and big ticket items, but that's not really the reality for what a lot of our small business owners are are using events for. I'll give a personal example first and saying that I went to a new coffee shop. I kind of like to explore new coffee shops around Phoenix and and check them out. And I went to one that was kind of just getting started. They they had just opened up. Business owner was really excited about advocating for their brand that they're trying to build. And I could see right as I walked in the door, they had this um, chalkboard where they had written out all of the month's events. And across the month of I think I was there April, they had 15 different events that they were leading in just that month. It's all about trying to build this new community that they've never tapped into before. They know that there is a community in Phoenix who wants to come to coffee shops and they're trying to promote that their coffee shop is the one that you should come to. So, you know, they were doing things like bringing live artists to the coffee shop and having the whole place filled with music that you can enjoy. So you can enjoy your coffee, you enjoy the live music, get some work done. They had a kid reading session, so you could bring your kids while you're while you're working and and you could do that. So that's just one of those examples of I just am getting started. People don't really know who I am or what my purpose is or or the value that I look to serve in the community. And by running these events, you create this avenue of word of mouth, right? Hey, this coffee shop that I have down the street, they're having a kids night. Let's bring our kids and let's go get some our, our, some coffee or some drinks. So, you know, that's just one example there. But in terms of some of the ways that we've seen our customers use them as well, I'll give an example from a uh, sports and education-based customer. So they do a lot of things like summer camps or they're doing sport classes and tryouts. And they're even using events for doing things like uniform and sneaker ordering. So, you know, this helps them with keeping parents and students informed through our different channels like SMS, email, marketing, and things like that. But then you actually use events to do things like collecting payments for those uniforms and for those materials, promoting these classes and camps to generate that interest ahead of the ahead of time of, of the actual event. And then you get to kind of know, okay, if I have 100 spots that I need to fill, I might need to ramp up some, some promotions so I can fill those classes. So, you know, whether that's promoting these these sessions that you have or they're trying to bring that community back in with into person 
Financial services is another example. You have things that we see, which are kind of non-typical from finance. You think of finance maybe as more business professional, but they're doing things that are fun. I've, I've seen customers who are doing, doing things like lunch and learns, monthly luncheons, lunches where they bring their customers and community in for networking opportunities, education, um, and you get to enjoy food and drink at the same time. So you know, they're also doing things like seminars where they invite key speakers from industries that just help reinforce what the industry and the organization's impact. What is their purpose? Get to reinforce all of that in the seminar with other key speakers who also promote these events that you're leading. They're doing things like golf and, and cornhole outings. So again, just bringing a lot of that fun and a lot of that togetherness, and you're still bringing that business value. Their core purpose is to bring financial services to the communities that they serve, but they're doing it in these you know fun and unique ways that get people to feel like they're doing more than just, as you mentioned, transacting in business. They're actually getting a chance to participate, learn other people who are in similar industries to them. And so I've, I've kind of frame these in, in themes. I think the common themes that we see here and the ways that customers are using them is I want to add value to my community. So whether that's providing education, information, networking opportunities, chances to learn more about your business and offerings, spiritual classes, fitness and health, there's really so many things you could be doing to add value to your community. Then then you also build trust, build trust, respect, and advocacy for my brand. You want returning donors, word of mouth recommendations, and really knowing more about the why and the purpose behind your organization's mission statement. And then the last theme being drive revenue and funding for my organization. So that can be through your admission costs, through fundraising opportunities, these admission fees, passes to virtual content, food sales. I think there's really so many ways that businesses can tap in with their communities, but those are kind of the themes I see being used really across Constant Contact and our customers. And so, you know, we're talking a lot about in-person events, which I think are a key component of it. But I think the other thing to probably mention too, is that, you know, when we think about Constant Contact and, and managing the event and helping you kind of promote it and do all of that, you can even use it to promote a virtual event as well, correct? You totally can. And and that's kind of the other aspect we see is um, people take a hybrid approach too. I think virtual events are great if you can't get in front of your community, but these hybrid events also, you know, you can do live streaming of the physical events. So those who are states away can actually tune in too and can feel like they're a part of something, even if they're not able to attend physically. And then the purely virtual events are just another way of, you know, you reduce travel costs for folks. You don't have to find kids that are so it really gives people the chance to also um, tune in and watch when they're not able to join physically but I think in this age of kind of pre-COVID or post-COVID rather a lot of events have moved virtual people are doing more virtual streaming events and webinars and so those are another great way to do things like our constant contact as an example our webinars are a great way for us to share information with our communities about the various product offerings we have, how customers can use those to drive impact for their organizations. And so I think a lot of you know folks listening to this can consider creating a, a model where whether it's physical or virtual, you have this opportunity to get in front of people, to present them with information that they can take away with and build this brand advocacy and trust for, for your organization. I, I don't think that's limited to, to physical events at all. I think there's so many opportunities to cross promote there. Just so I'm, I want to be clear for people listening, Constant Contact does not run the virtual event for you, but what it does allow you to do is to promote that event, collect registrations, collect payments for it, that type of stuff. It's really about the management and promotion of it, but not actual. So let's say you used Zoom, for example, or that type of platform, you'd be able to promote that on Zoom and you'd hold it there, but promote it with Constant Contact and use your account to do that. So what would you say to someone who 
is hesitant to run an event? I would say to try it, be okay to learn through it and to, you know, you might not have this event that has a 100, 1000 person turnout as you initially aim for, but I don't think any event is a bad event, right? We think about that coffee shop in my local Phoenix area. They might not get the right turnout for every event, or they might feel like there are opportunities to do better, but just like, you know, product development, you, you try things, you, you learn, you fail, you do it again. And so I think that if you're hesitant to get into the event, management and marketing space, try one out, run it with a small sample size of, of loyal audience who are regular with your community, ask them for feedback of what type of events that they'd like to hear from you or, or, or see you run and try a small, a small one out and, and learn through that, see what works well and see really where you find yourself fitting in with events. But I would say, don't be afraid to, to try it and to don't be afraid to learn through some of these first events that you lead. You summed it up really nicely a little while back is that, and I think this just goes for, I mean, anything that we do, right? Whether it's running your business, whether it's your marketing things, whether it's you're trying to run these events, but what are the ways that you can look to provide value to that community that you're speaking to? And I think if you just focus on that, you're always going to, like the right things are always going to happen, right? Like it's sometimes it's that simple. And so I love that. All right. So I, I want to move us to really talk a little bit about the tool itself. And, and I guess one thing for people to know is that the events tool is included in all of our constant contact packages. So you have access to that. And so maybe I should ask, you know, are there fees associated with running event or managing an event through constant contact? There are fees associated with it. So um, you'll you'll see two types of fees. One is a constant contact event platform fee, which really supports a lot of constant contacts ability to provide the infrastructure and all of the associated costs on our end with providing an event management tool, as well as funding a future opportunity to continue to develop on what we've already created. So there's that constant contact event platform fee. And then we also partner with uh, payment providers like PayPal. And so if you're using that to collect digital payments for a paid event, they'll, they'll also take off a, a small percentage off of the order total amount. So as an example, you, you have a $100 order maybe PayPal takes, you know, let's say 2.5%, then you can anticipate that uh, $2.50 coming out of your your entire order total. And is that true whether you're running a free or a paid event in terms of the fees? Our free events do not have associated costs to them for constant contact. So we're not going to charge you for the orders that you're receiving. It's included in all packages, as you mentioned. So yeah, free free events that you hold for your attendees will be free costs to you as well. I'm curious, we've obviously, we just released this to new customers that's rolling out over the coming months for our existing customers, but we've had obviously people using the platform and playing around our beta testers. And, uh, you know, what have you been hearing from customers who have been using the tool so far? Yeah, customers are really excited uh, about a few things. One, I would say, is really that updated and, and modern design that they're seeing. Those who've been using Constant Contact events for some time know that it's not been updated in, in a while and have been looking to us to to enhance the design that their their buyers and their registrants are seeing as they're going through their registration flows, as well as making it a little bit easier for them to promote and manage their events as well. Giving them modern tools like our latest editor for emails and landing pages and hooking into some of the other tools that we have like SMS are all things that we're working on. So I think that's one of the most exciting pieces to customers is just to see this investment by us again in a feature that has really driven a lot of success to their organizations. And then, you know, in addition to the modern UI, one of these changes who if any of these existing users hear me talking about right now, they'll, they'll probably in their mind say yes and, and know what I'm, I'm saying here. But we've also moved to a ticket-based model. So instead of 
tying it to a specific registrant, it created this limitation where you could only register once. So if I, Jesus at gmail.com registered for your event, I could never register for that event again because our order-based system was so tied up with that email. So customers are loving that flexibility where you can really register as many times as you want and we're basing it off of tickets. How many tickets have you configured? What is the availability of those tickets? What does your inventory look like? Um, And registrants can come in and register multiple times, bring others if they want. So I think that's another big change that people are really excited about. Very cool. Are there any other things that through the process of this update that is there anything else that is different? When we think about some of the differences, I've harped enough on the modernized UI, so I'll kind of skip over that. But also we have an expanded PayPal integration, which we're excited about as well, which offers some new methods of checking out for your registrants. Um, So in addition to PayPal Direct, registrants of your event can also pay using buy now, pay later. So maybe if you have a higher event cost, you can break those payments into smaller, no or low interest payments, or you can check out using Venmo. And we're also getting Google Pay and Apple Pay support here later this year as well. So really just enriching that that buyer experience and making sure that you give more avenues to checking out. As we know, consumers like to buy with many different methods and kind of have their favorites. So we're excited to bring them some of their favorites here in that as well. And then more behind the scenes, kind of on constant contact side, is this has all been built on our latest tech stacks. We mentioned earlier today that this was a product built early 2009, and there's been kind of minimal development on it as the rest of the constant contact ecosystem has evolved. And so now that we've rebuilt this on all of our latest tech stacks, it really unlocks that power and that potential of tapping in with other constant contact services and apps and features and future development that we want to do to just expand what events can do for our customers. So those are really kind of my big four items of, of what's changed with many more things coming here later this year and, and beginning of next. You know, one of the things that I think, you know, we touched on a little bit, but didn't really, I want to highlight it a little bit because I think this is a really cool feature is that, you know, in addition to collecting fees for an event or even having a free event, as part of that process in the registration process itself, you get act, people can actually sell merchandise and or products and services that are associated with that event, so to speak, which I think is a cool feature. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. That's um, one where when we go out in fall, it, that'll be something that's kind of a, qu- a quick, fast follow to us. It's a, a big integration and, and a lot of work. So it's going to take us just a bit to get that out. So anyone who's using the product today might might hear that they're not, uh, they don't have access to that just yet. But the items for sale and, and what that does is it allows you to create a product with associated variants to it. So you can think of your event, maybe you're you're selling t-shirts. You can have a a red t-shirt that's small, medium, large. You can have blue t-shirts, different hats. Maybe it's digital content with different download types or options, or maybe they're variants in the type of digital content. So it really allows you to not only just sell admission to an event, but also to you know pre-purchase items ahead of that event. Maybe you're with, at the door as folks are coming in, you you hand them these the merchandise that they purchased or their workshop materials that they can purchase ahead of time and, and receive when they show up. So I think there's a lot of custom customization that we offer here and flexibility in terms of how you want to configure these items and, and really what they represent and, and what they can mean to the customer. Amazing that all this stuff is coming and, and, and what's available now. And it's great to have that kind of in an updated interface and all of that. I want to talk a little bit about through just like some best practices for folks that either they're running events now and, you know, maybe it's a good refresher or, or maybe even some of the ways that we think about it, but somebody that maybe, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. So, you know, I know when we think about it, there are really 
in terms of just managing the event, right? There are really three stages that we're looking at, right? You've got to create the event itself, right? So you got to figure all that pieces out. You got to promote the event and you've got to manage the event, right? And so maybe we can talk through some tips for each of these stages. And so I'm wondering, what do people need to keep in mind when it comes to creating their event? I would say before you even get into your account and start creating the event, you really want to identify the purpose of the event. You want to, you know, we always like to remind people to start with your goals and and document in detail, what do you want to get out of the event, not just for your organization, but what value do you aim to provide to everybody who's attending? So do you want to drive revenue through the event? Is it about bringing your community in for some fun or, or learning and education opportunities? Do you want to build loyalty with your base? And you'll use that to determine how you create this event. Is it going to be free? Is it going to be paid? Is it going to be virtual? Is it going to be at a physical location? So you want to make sure you kind of have a game plan going into the event creation process so that you know exactly what type of event that you're planning to hold. And as you're writing things like the ticket descriptions and the event description, you really want to focus on that value piece. I think we've talked a lot about our existing community today, but this is also about bringing new ones into the fold. And so if you're bringing somebody to your events landing page who has never heard of you before, or maybe doesn't know exactly what you do, this is really your opportunity to showcase the value behind this event that you're you're planning and describing the why they should attend. I think free events, especially if, if it's free, somebody registers, they might forget about the event or they might change their mind and say they don't want to come. So it, adding these value drivers really reinforces that idea of why this person person should go out of their way and take the time to come to this event and what they receive from it. So that's kind of my preface to, to getting into the creation flow. But once you're there, it's really about using high quality images, maintaining that same branding that you use across all of your other community promotions and, and company promotions. So not varying from the color schemes that you're used to using or the language and the tone that you're used to to describing with people. You really want to have that brand consistency as you create your event as well. So it's all about configuring the event basics, your location information, making sure it's clear to people where this event is at, what value I'm going to receive from it. It's configuring your tickets and your items and, and making sure that people understand what general admission gets for them, what, what's all included in that, and what do they get from purchasing these different type of packages if you're offering VIP versus, versus a general admission ticket. Why should somebody choose to, to take that upgraded cost and what are they really going to get from taking that VIP experience from you? You know, you're creating some things, you got things going. And then, of course, the big driver of whether or not people are going to register and come or attend and all of that is promotion. What are some of the things from your perspective people should be thinking of when it comes to promoting the event? I would say first is making sure that you develop compelling event content. So you want to create curate high quality and engaging content that aligns with your event goals, resonates with your target audience. And so this can include, you know, informative presentations, interactive sessions, panel discussions. You want to try to bring some of this in the forefront so that as you're promoting the event, you can share out kind of teasers and, and clips and snippets of what people can uh, expect to see from you. So, you know, you gather maybe this, this, portfolio of collateral that you plan to use for these event promotions. You want to develop a strategy. Do you want to use SMS? Do you want to use email? How do you plan on getting this word out there? We provide a landing page for every event as it's created. So you can take this landing page, take that URL, and start to, to bring it across the various channels that you have to, to promote this event. But it's all about getting the word out there, describing the value, and really reinforcing that idea of, of why should I attend. 
I think you want to remember that the event is an opportunity to really strengthen your organization's brand, engage with your target audience, and achieve your goals. So, you know, pay attention to those important aspects and lean on the things that you've learned from from your past events. To wrap it there, I would say in terms of event promotion is just making sure that you have really high quality images. Stay away from stock images. You don't want to use things that feel fake or AI generated, maybe even. You really want it to feel specific to you and to feel natural to your business and to things that they've seen from you in the past. I love that. All right. So we're promoting it. There's obviously this moment of Somebody goes to that landing page you're talking about, registers for the event, and you want to be able to keep track of all that and manage what's happening leading up to the day of and including the day of, right? So tell me a little bit about what that management process is like and and, and what people should be thinking about there. Yeah, so I'll, I'll talk for Constant Contact specifically with events with the new platform we've really made the views of reporting much cleaner and simpler and easy to read, easy to access, easy to export and take to other places as well. So whether you're taking that information and importing it to Salesforce or to another CRM, or maybe you're printing it out and giving it to the venue, uh, we provide different reporting views so that you can get specific into what type of information you're look, you're wanting to look at. So in terms of managing the event, maybe you need to provide the venue with a list of allergies or food preferences. So you can consider taking that information you've collected from your registrant using your your events create flow and and determining what type of information you want to collect. You provide that to the the necessary businesses like your vendors, your food vendors, your your hotel vendors. And so that's kind of pre-event, making sure that all of the different you know, stakeholders who are involved in your event planning process have the information that they need to help your event run successfully. And then when you think about the day of events, we have our mobile app support, which is either coming soon or by the time this airs, it might be here today. And what that'll allow our customers to do as well is when your attendees are coming to your physical events, they can pull up their tickets that were provided to them through the registration. You can pull up your Constant Contact mobile app, scan that QR code associated to the ticket. It'll bring you right to that event, to that individual registration, and you'll have the opportunity to check them in. And so that's going to help you with having really clean reporting on not just who registered for the event, but who also attended, who, who was checked in, who attended, and then you can follow up with some of those who maybe didn't. And you can start to create segments, right? These are my customers who do attend my events and who are regularly attending to my events. And these are people who have interest in attending my events, but for some reason don't end up showing up. What can I do to specifically target these people who clearly have an interest in being involved in my business, but maybe haven't had as compelling of a reason to show up as some of those who are already in my community? So use these reporting views and and the registration information views that we give you to know who's coming to your event know what type of accommodations that they require and use it for your own purpose of managing the actual segmentation of your audience and, and who's coming to these events and, and who maybe should get some extra follow-ups or, or some special touch points to convince them to come to the next one. You know, you mentioned, uh, and I think this is something that maybe we forget about because we're so ingrained in like, okay, we promoted the event and we ran the event and there's like a decompressed moment, right? That you almost want to go through after depending on the size of the event and the type of thing that you've done. But you mentioned follow-up. And I think this is an interesting thing, not only from a, well, I guess a couple of ways to think about this, right? Is like once people have actually registered, I think there's a component of follow-up with those people that have registered, right? Where you want to, 
keep them engaged, let them know the things that they need to know leading up to the event, right? Uh, to keep them excited and, and making sure that they attend, that type of thing. But then there's also the post-event piece of it where it's also cool to make sure that, you know, you are kind of letting people know the outcome of the event or showing them like images and pictures and things like that have happened. I mean, do you have any tips for people kind of thinking through like, yeah, what do I do post-event to either make people or remind people, say thank you, that type of thing, but even kind of invoke the FOMO a little bit, right? To to get other people to be like, oh man, I'm really sorry I missed that. Next one I'm going to go to for sure, right? Any tips there? Yeah, absolutely. If you listen to uh, the webinar that we held earlier this year, I talked all about that, touched on FOMO a little bit and and making sure that you're reinforcing that idea that people came here and they had fun. They had a great time. They learned things. And whether you're sharing these event recaps and highlights with those who attended, I would also recommend bringing in those who didn't and sharing what the result of the event was. So, you know, you can think about donors as, as one use case. If you're holding an event with, with a primary focus on fundraising, those donors who are coming to your event believe in your purpose, believe in your cause, they want to contribute. And so post-event, it's really awesome for them to be able to see what did my attendance and what did my donations contribute to your organization's mission? How, you know, did you achieve this goal that maybe you put out there that you wanted to raise, you know, $20,000 for a specific reason? Was it achieved? Did, did we help uh, contribute to that goal being met? So I think there's always that return of investment of because I came, you achieved this goal that we have as a community kind of have together. I think that's one really great way to share the results in that way. But then kind of back to the FOMO piece or how do you get people to come back? I think social media is a great channel for doing that. If you, you know, use things like hashtags or you kind of posted some pre-event posts that lead up to it, posting after the event, sharing these photos of people having fun, people engaging, people being really intentful in the key speakers who are, are up there and maybe sharing quotes, testimonials, takeaways from people. What did they learn? What are some of the feedback that you're hearing? All of those are really great ways to continue to reinforce that idea for, especially those who maybe didn't attend, why are my events impactful to my community? And why are these events something that you would want to uh, attend in the future? And just providing them access to content from your event too. You can think of recordings or snippets, little pieces of value where even if you didn't attend the entire event, you can kind of still feel like you you attended in a way. You can still feel like you understood the mission of, of that event. You got to be involved with some of the value that you provided and the information you shared. And maybe there's also this opportunity to donate. Hey, I didn't get a chance to, share, to show up, but I still believe in this cause and I, I still want to contribute. So making sure people also have that mechanism for donating post-event as well. I love that idea of of what you mentioned there of like even using attendees to, you know, think and and share about what their experience has been at the event to use as like testimonials in the future to promote and and think about the other events that you run in the future. I love that. So we're coming to the end of our time here. And so I wanted to ask you, when you think about kind of where we see events going in the future, are there any things that you want to let people kind of know about in terms of like what's coming for events in the future? Sure. Yeah. We talked about the the mobile app support, which I think is a really great opportunity, especially as you think about managing your events on the fly and the day of. It's really convenient to have that Constant Contact mobile app, pull it up, see your registrants, check them in. So we're really excited to get that one out. And, and then I think in terms of you know the future of events and what we do here, 
we talked at the beginning of this call of like galas and you have these really big event providers like Ticketmaster. I don't necessarily think that that's the direction that we're headed in anytime soon. We really just want to make sure that we provide you with a mechanism to host your events in terms of creating a creating a mechanism for tickets and items, being able to promote these across all the different channels. So I think you'll see a more deeply integrated product that talks to the rest of Constant Contact. So you don't have to do things so manually. You know, you can automatically bring in SMS. You can easily connect with social. We want to make sure that we talk with the rest of Constant Contact. So I think you'll see a lot of that deeper integration there. And really from there, we want to listen to our customers and and tackle some of these high voice of the customer feedback opportunities that we've received from our legacy events platform and bring those into the new one, as well as for customers who are just trying us out for the first time. So I think there's going to be a lot of feedback gathering that we do here kind of end of this year that's really going to shape what are some of the cool and new things that we do in 2024 as well. Well, friend, let's recap some items from that discussion. Number one, run events to build community around your business. Now, as you know, relationships are a key component to your success as a business owner. Whether it's with your community, customers, or professional connections, events allow you to take things to the next level. And at the end of the day, events lead to stronger community connections and growth. Number two, plan through three stages of an event. As you create, promote, and manage your events, start with its purpose. What are you hoping to get from it? Then, Focus on the value attendees are going to get as you promote it. Use your constant contact tools to keep people engaged leading up to the event and to manage the event day of. And number three, don't forget to follow up. Just because the event is over doesn't mean your job is done. Celebrate those who participated by following up with a thank you message and the results of the event. Ask for feedback to make improvements in the future and invoke a little fear of missing out for the next one by sharing what a great time everyone had. Include photos, takeaways, and quotes from attendees. So here's your action item for today. Try the events tool in Constant Contact. Now, all customers have access to the events tool. So whether your event is in person or online, free or paid, you can use your account to create, promote, and manage your event. I'll include a link in the show notes with some more details for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be A Marketer podcast. If you have questions or feedback, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me directly at dave.charest at constantcontact.com. If you did enjoy today's episode, please take a moment to leave us a review. Your honest feedback will help other small business marketers like yourself find the show. Well, friend... I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and continued success to you and your business.